that you're pregnant, they go into overdrive, trying to go back to normal, making the fourth trimester difficult for you to cope. So from recovery to breastfeeding in today's society, today we will try to give you some insight on how women cope with their mental health and why it is important. We today, as women, are overwhelmed and overlooked, especially as black women, we are rare and we need to be protected. That's fact. That's what we need to Welcome, welcome. Welcome to one of the probably the episodes that I've been couldn't get to wait to have you write. It was actually an idea I've had for some time before we started the show. And I was like, and one of the things that Terrell told me is, you think Ursula would do it? Said, yeah, she's tough. <laughs> yeah, I'm a thug. Yeah, she's a thug. But she, she's emotional too. But I, I feel that you will see the common purpose in trying to inform others of these issues that women are having, especially our, our African-American sisters. And what better way is somebody who's not not just had a baby, but has had a child before, before that. Mm-hmm. True. So, you know, and also, you're a young mother. So, it's also, it's one of the things that every mother of every age can go through, through these issues. Right, and it's not just to color specifically. It's everyone. So it doesn't matter if you're rich, if you're poor, if you're black, if you're white, if you're Indian. It doesn't matter your race, your color, your religion. It doesn't matter. Every woman goes through this. And if you don't go through it, then that's great. I'm, I'm happy for you because it's something that I've experienced twice. And the second time is usually the worst time. And I'm really trying to figure out which time was worse because the first time I didn't know I was going through it but this time I knew what to look for right. and on my six week checkup I was sitting there and you know they give you the postpartum checkup sheet so I'm sitting there and I'm like I should just lie and I'm like you know what no I'm gonna be a disservice to myself if I really sit there and lie mm-hmm. so let me be honest and my doctor was like you have postpartum anxiety and I'm like huh and she was like, you know, do you want to go on medication? I'm like, no, I want to go talk to somebody. She was like, good. She was like, that's what I was going to suggest, but I didn't want to say it. Because, you know, you can't say therapy to some people because people go off the deep. I'm like, I don't need therapy. It's not the fucking Well, no, I think that's, that's something that us as, as African-Americans need to stop feeling that going to get therapy is a bad thing. First of all, we feel that we don't, you can't even afford this shit in the first place. But being that it's getting to a point where this shit, mental health, is a very unfocused thing from the majority of people because people don't think that's that's the reason for anything. 
sometimes. Now it's becoming more popular now because now we're seeing now we really are seeing it. So I don't think it's yeah, becoming more popular. I think it's something that's been swept under the rug for so yeah, long, it and it's something that we got accustomed to. Like people saying, "Oh, my aunt, she just crazy." No, your aunt has issues that you need to look at. Like people have killed their children behind postpartum. This is it's not a joke. Like. Now, with people going through mm-hmm. postpartum and killing their babies and everything, and it's like, oh, we've been with the lady in, in here. Like, she still have five-day-old baby's throat. And they like, oh, you could have did this. You don't understand where you are mentally when you're going through postpartum, especially if you don't have a good support system, if you don't have the father of the child and everything is not okay. Because I couldn't stand... Munchy dad. Like, I couldn't... And it wasn't that I didn't like him because I love him to pieces. But I didn't like him. And it was my hormones. So you got to understand that. So everyone's so judgmental. But looking from the inside out, I understand people more. And I understand when people say, look, I'm not okay today. Like, I didn't get... I didn't even want to get up to him to the bedroom. I didn't want to carry him. I didn't want to do anything. I thought I was going to drop him. I was scared to go to sleep. I was scared to leave him in the room to wash bottles. I was scared to go eat. I wouldn't do anything. I just stayed with him because I was so scared that something was going to happen to him. And sometimes your baby is crying. Your baby has colic. If you're breastfeeding, your baby won't latch. And now they're screaming. And you are trying to figure out what's wrong. I did my research. Babies are in an environment. Our body temperature is what, 97.6? So they're in a 97 97 degrees outside is is pretty hot. They're in this environment and now they can get pushed out or extracted, in in Munchie's case, because I had to have an emergency section, into this cold environment. What do you think I'm going to do? I'm going to cry. So now you got to keep them warm. They can't talk, so now you got to figure out what cry is this? What cry is this? Oh, is this the I'm hungry cry? Is this the I'm wet cry? Is this the hey mommy I just want to be held cry? Is this the hey I'm gassy and my stomach hurt? Hey I might be constipated cry. You don't know. So you're overwhelmed. You tired as fuck. Because this kid is eating every three hours. And if you breastfeed it's every 30 minutes to every 90 minutes. So you gotta, cause dad, you gotta sit there and get them adjusted, and you gotta get your milk flows and your milk supply up. All of these things, and then they dream feed, which means like if they sleep, they don't have a pacifier. They want to be on your nipple. It motherfucking hurts. You gotta think about all of this stuff. We go through so much, and we don't have the support we need. I commend the women that go to the sperm bank and say, "I want to do this." I couldn't do this shit by myself, especially after having a fucking C-section. I cried because I couldn't go to the fucking bathroom. Like, I couldn't stand up on my own to walk to the bathroom. Do you know how that makes you feel when you're so used to doing everything on your own? Right. So, imagine that. Everybody, like, you got to sit down. I'm like, no, I got to do this. And they like, no, you need to sit down. I can't even literally sit up from laying down to get up because I'm in so much pain. So... But you to go through all of that, y'all don't know what people go through. And it's not even men, and just men in general. Men and some women, if you don't go through it, you don't know. And some of these bitches, life's so fucked up, they don't even know what they're going through postpartum. That's true, yeah. So at the end of the day, hearing that, it was more like, damn, sis, like, you ain't had nobody to reach out to. 
You ain't had nobody to talk to. You ain't had no support. It's like everybody condemning her. Oh, she shouldn't have did that. Granted, yes, she shouldn't have. No, you shouldn't have went 40 weeks and had a baby and then killed your baby at five days old. But you also don't know what this person went through to get to this point. Now, granted, if she just said fuck it and wanted to be crazy and just say fuck it, I'm going to just do it, then that's one thing. But you cannot rule out postpartum. It is something that is serious. This is not new. People have killed their kids behind this. Years ago, history repeats itself. This is not new, but people have to stop just saying, oh, she ain't want this baby or she just did this because he not there. It's not just that. It's not. And like you said, mental health is now coming up. We all looking at all of these things. Everybody bipolar. Some people schizophrenic. It's bipolar one and two. It's all of this stuff going on in your mind. You don't have this thing. I only got eight visits for therapy. Eight. Eight. Mind you, I still haven't went because I said I don't want to talk to a man and I want to talk to somebody who Understand. understands me and basically mirrors me. I wanted to find a black woman to talk to because I feel like being African-American, we're more susceptible to these things right. more than any other race or minority. I had traumatic well, you, want, you want somebody who can relate to you. Exactly. And that's what I wanted. So I found someone, but remember, I was having seizures. I didn't get cleared to drive till yesterday. Oh. So I didn't even get to go to the lady to talk to her because I felt like I couldn't talk to people. I felt like I, like, excuse me, Trey, I brought Munchie home and Trey was like, I hate him. And I'm like, and everybody thought that was funny, but that shit hurt me because I'm like, what do you mean? How the, how the fuck you just say you hate your brother? So I asked him, I'm like, do you feel like you're going to harm him? He like, no, why would I do that? I'm like, I have to ask, Al. I have to ask. But I'm saying oh, it well, to... What was the reason behind that? Yeah, yeah. What, Trey saying that? Yeah. He's the only child for 10 years. And I don't bring a baby so, home. So his thing was, you're leaving... Mind you, I wasn't home for two weeks. The whole thing with my the lady house next door flooded my basement, messed up my furnace, and then... It got cold. Remember, it got real cold in January. Like, it was like negative fucking 22. So, all that water from it being warm and the temperature dropping drastically froze the pipe at my house and my pipe burst. So, I was at Pocket House for two weeks. So, that made Trey feel like. For anybody who doesn't know what the hell Pocket is. Pocket is. is <laughs> it means. <laughs> Pocket is, is, is my significant other's nickname and I don't disclose his name even on social media unless you know him so I say Pocket so if you hear me ever say Pocket I'm talking about Munchie's daddy which is baby Marcus from the first episode our mini podcaster does, does your baby daddy rob niggas or something that's why you call him Pocket? no <laughs> right, that's an I call, okay so it was a joke, like, from Girlfriends. If, y'all probably didn't watch Girlfriends, but Tony Chow. Uh, yes, I did. Okay, so Tony Chow <laughs> called, what's his name, Pocket Doc? What, he called him Pocket Doc? Oh, okay. So, because he's 5'7", and I'm five nine and a half, like, oh, you little, Pocket. But I also put a spin on it, like, remember when Malcolm X got shot, and he was like, get your hand out my pocket? That's my pocket. Don't touch my motherfucking pocket. <laughs> Damn. So that's first. that's where that came from. <laughs> but I even like I was there and then Trey like, felt like, oh my god, like what what where are you? Like why are you not here? Why are you like we were separated at that time? So it's like I get the point of how he felt. Like it's like I've had my mother for ten years and me and Trey have a crazy relationship. Not crazy, but like 
my baby has seen me come from nothing. Like, nothing. No pot to piss in. No window to throw it out of. The pee I'm pissing is rented. Like, all of that. Yeah, literally. No, because I'm like, I kind of, I was really, not really struggling, but I didn't have, I wasn't as established as I am now. Right. So, it's like, looking back on him and me and him, he's like, this person is coming and now you here and you taking my mother. But I had to, this is how I explained this to him. What I have for you is, let's say, you need $2.50. Your brother needs $5. I'm not taking your $2.50 and adding $2.50 to give him $5. i am giving you $2.50 and I'm giving him $5 because he needs more than you need right now. Because what you need to get is only $2.50. And what he needs is $5 because he can't do the things that you can do. Once I said it like that... When Pocket said to him, hey, um, when I'm not around, you know, you the man of the house and you the man of the situation. Once he said that, he was getting to go. Like, matter of fact, he was helping me give him a bath and he had his robe. Ooh, you're about to turn into Venom. I'm like, yo, what? <laughs> so he he become very great to being a parent. But imagine I had the pregnancy from hell. I had to have an emergency C-section. My mother had to come up there, and they had to figure out, you know, God forbid if something happens, who are we saving, and all of this stuff. That happened. Then I have a fucking C-section. I can't fucking get up, but I have to have two blood transfusions, two blood platelet transfusions. To be honest, the way I'm looking at things, it's like... You're going you're going through PTSD as well. You almost died. Yeah, like, I'm... I'm feeling like, yo, like, people don't get that. And it's, it's real. Like, pregnancy is the closest you get to death. And especially with black women, we go damn near be knocking on the door like, Jesus, that's you. Like, don't nobody want to go through all of that. And then, then you got to come home and still got to deal with real world shit. You still got to deal with disability not fucking paying you on time. You only get 66 and two thirds of your fucking income. I still got to maintain a car note rent and everything else. Still got to do this. And then in my case... Pocket breaks his fucking leg and shit at work. All of this shit is going on, and I'm like, "Can I get a break?" Hello. Yeah, society needs to make some changes too. Yeah. Besides acknowledgement, because uh, even the work schedule, like mothers have babies and they like rushing y'all to go back and. I get six. Well, in my case, it was eight weeks. It's six weeks in New Jersey, so you get four weeks before you give birth, and then six weeks after if it's vaginal and. Eight weeks if it's a cesarean. Are you serious? Mentally at eight weeks, I just said, fuck y'all, I'm quitting. I'm going back to work Monday because my doctor just had to clear me for my own medical reasons. Yeah. Okay. But I wasn't ready at eight weeks. I wasn't ready at eight. Let me tell you something. I was not ready. Y'all don't understand what I was looking at. I, I was staring down a barrel of a gun like, you want me to do what? You want me to leave him with who? Who I'm leaving him with? You know what I mean? People beating up kids at daycare. I'll burn this motherfucking city down and won't give two fucks about it. Like, I don't want to go through all of that. It shouldn't be that much. Grandmothers ain't grandmothers nowadays. You know, not to take nothing away from his mom and my mother because my mother's sick, but not even, and we live in, dude, we don't live together. So it's harder for me to go from Jersey to Seacoke as the North. And I still got to come home. I still got to go through homework. I still got to cook dinner. I still got to get stuff together. Trey. Oh. So, like, I got to do all of this stuff. So, it's like, 
That's too much. It's too much. It's not, it, it's, it's not, and the granted, yes, okay, yeah, you thought you had a baby, this is the things you had to think about. And life happens. You can have a plan all day, and fucking tomorrow shit change, and you just like, okay, now what? Right. So, it, it makes a difference. It's just, people have to stop thinking so lightly of things, and stop being so insensitive to shit. Everything is not a fucking joke. Oh, well, I'm, I'm going to tell, I'm going to tell, I'm going to tell, I'm going to tell, to be honest, it's to a point now that, Everything's being made a joke, like that whole thing with James Harden getting stuck in his eye and fucking. Oh no! Everybody's like making memes about. It. I'm sitting here like, nigga got stuck in the fucking eye, a lacerated eye. Y'all think this shit's funny? Cause people ain't shit. People really ain't shit. I look at the comments on the shade room when it comes to certain things, and I just be like, do y'all motherfuckers just wake up the comment on shit? Yes. To just be a <laughs> dickhead about mad shit, I just be like, yo, everything isn't funny. Like, Aisha Curry, for instance, I feel like maybe she probably is not feeling herself. She could be going through a little taste of postpartum. If she's not, she had three kids. You don't always bounce back from having kids. Some people, you have your first one, and you bounce back like a motherfucker. Your snatchback is lit. And then you have another kid, and it's like... What the fuck happened? Yeah, Maybe and everybody like, oh, that's why men don't want you because you on a beach with a seven piece bathing suit. Maybe she didn't feel like she was fucking cute that day. Y'all motherfuckers don't know what she go through. Besides her feeling like nobody pays me any attention, which I felt like was taken so out of context because it was more or less her saying. Steph gets all this attention from exactly. women, and I don't get any like I don't feel like I'm getting viewed in that way. Her not realizing since you're a protected asset, like you're we don't look at you like that. Yeah. You're respect. You're viewed in a respective light. You're not viewed in a thotty light. So you're not gonna have all these men trying to you know come for you. One, we respect your husband because he got he like fucking shoot your shot game is lit. So everybody respects him. I fucking won't make him, but it's alright. Jesus Christ. Oh, Steph Curry? Uh, I can't stand that. The Ooh. fucking Golden State Warriors. I mean, but him, with him, but him, <laughs> as a, him as a basketball player, you look at him, you, you keep out of respect. You got to respect his craft at the end of the day. It's like, okay, cool. All you do is shoot. And he doing his thing as a Hey, that's Shaq can't home. fucking shoot from the free throw line. This nigga shooting from half court. That's true. <laughs> and Shaq big as shit, so it ain't no reason why your ass... You about tall as a fucking fucking hoop. Like, what you doing? I'm just saying, you, you gotta get that man credit. I, I'm gonna get him. I'm, I'm almost definitely give him credit. Come on. That, and that, that, thank you. That place, he away. She got three kids. Riley is lit. Riley is lit. She definitely is a whole vibe. So you gotta realize you got three different personalities. She's handling the boat. Yes, her mother and his mother is there, but these are still your children at the end of the day. So I don't think it was more or less her trying to be like, oh, what about me? I don't have no niggas in my DMs. No, it was more or less I'm right now, I'm not feeling myself. And I don't feel like I don't I get that attention. It's not like I don't appreciate what's home based. I just feel like right now I'm not lit. I'm not at my sexiest. Yes, I'm a cover girl spokesmodel. Yes, I have endorsements because I'm beautiful. But I don't feel like that. And because she's a woman, she's not in, She's not wrong for feeling like that. Exactly. And everybody looking at her like, oh, you dumb. How you feel like that? You got him looking crazy. How? How? You don't know what conversations they had. Yeah, this is why like, I tried to like, not say anything. When I heard that, I was like, I had a knee-jerk reaction. I was like, nope. 
let me see how this plays out a little bit more because there might be more to this. Maybe something that I didn't understand. Also, a lot of people have this thing where they only just post a certain part of a clip and they don't have nothing around the context. Of what everybody the clip turns into you same mm-hmm. boat and they just yeah. go with it. Like yeah, really, just like how people just will look at a at a you know a headline for an article that's online. But not read the article. Right. If you go on yeah, YouTube like, right now, all you see is reactions to what she said and not the actual video. The full video, not the, the, the 12 Well, even if it is the whole the clip of what she said, you'll still have more dialogue from it. But nobody is thinking that for everybody like, oh she she ungrateful. You don't know what she going through. You don't you don't fucking know. So at the end of the day, you know nothing's taken away from Steph Curry and their marriage. They've been together for years. No shade, she ain't get to have her whole face. Whole face is important. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what nobody say. Look, society's I, failing to care. I, I honestly see that just viewing how people interact on social media and how they comment on certain things. Even a sensitive topic like, like your own or it's like it's... Society is becoming the black family. At Thanksgiving and family functions, you don't feel comfortable saying nothing to nobody because all you want to do is get judged. Point blank, period. That's true. So it's like I'm gonna keep it to myself and not say nothing. And then when you go off the fucking deep and everybody like, why you ain't calling me? Because y'all motherfuckers want to sit around with plates and pop shit. I don't want to deal with this. <laughs> For real, like you seen that bitch? Mm-hmm. Damn, that bitch ain't shit. She uh, going through it, and she shouldn't have own kids. By that nigga, look, that ain't helping. Instead of you saying you need to talk, you need to vent, and being somebody's sacred place where they can vent. That's the problem. You can't. You don't have that. I remember Trey checked the shit out of me. He was like, "Oh, you call Chuck." I don't like when you call my godmother and tell my godmother stuff that happened with me. Like, it makes me feel bad. And I didn't think about that. Because I'm like, you know what your godson did? He done did some bullshit. (laughs) And I didn't think about that. But then I'm like, yo, as a parent, we're supposed to stop cycles that are unhealthy and toxic to our children. Our parents don't stop that shit with us. And I think that's where the barrier with us comes in. And where... They feel like we're so disrespectful as parents because my family, and I remember my uncle told me I gave my son an opinion and that was a problem. And I said, because he's a person, before he's my child, he's a human being. I don't care if he's two, three, or four. They get up and don't feel like they want to be bothered. So why, who am I to tell him he don't have a feeling? Right then and there, you're, you're basically making kids feel like shit like your feelings don't matter but then all of a sudden you get older and now your feelings matter that's not how it works so how is my son as a black man in society supposed to feel comfortable talking about his feelings if I'm telling him at three my your feelings I don't give a fuck about your feelings just do what the fuck I say and that's it that's not fair even if I said it and we don't care about your feelings Trey you just have to do this because you just have to it's not fair so who am I to say that to him and then be like, well, you got to take your films. It's like, bitch, two days ago, you was just saying our films ain't fucking matter. Now you want to sit here and do what the fuck am I supposed to do? Now you're not, you're not being consistent as a parent. So I listen to what he says. And even when I black the fuck out of him and I catch myself, I'm like, look, I have a debriefing. I do. Because y'all know I fly off the handle. I be like, look, 
Mommy didn't mean that. But I do mean this, but my reaction was wrong. And he'd be like, you know what, Ma, you right, but I didn't like the way you said it. And I'm like, you know what, I could have said that a little better. I apologize. I'm going to apologize because I'm setting a tone. You have to apologize for stuff. I even tell him, it's okay to cry. It's not okay to be a cry baby, but it's okay to cry. It's okay to have feelings. I'm not going to sit here and have this man bottled up all of these feelings because I feel like that's why majority of men is women beaters. I don't have no other way to get my feelings out and you pissing me off and I'm home with you all day. So I'm going to smack your dumb ass up all day. That's how they look at things. And no, I'm not calling women dumb. I don't need nobody sitting here trying to DM me saying, I can't believe you well, said I mean, that. You, you don't get it out of your social media ever. So. Right, but I mean, it soon, ain't, it soon, ain't, soon, it ain't soon, hard soon. to find. And I don't want nobody <laughs> leaving no comments on that. Oh, I can't believe she's so insensitive. No. No, she I'm just saying, like, that's how men look at it. And that's why men don't really respect certain things and certain women and things of that nature because it's not from home. You have to see it to see it and know, look, this is it. As a man, I could agree. Men don't have that outlet, and we're very used and brought up to internalize our emotions because think of it like this, Charles. When we hang out with a group of dudes, yeah. nobody's sitting there being emotional and making <laughs> confessions and shit. We, we talk about the... The most fucked up shit about each other ever. You could be going through like the hardest part of your life. Yeah. Break up or losing your job and shit. And your boys still going to talk shit about you. They don't give a fuck. You should know your bitch tonight. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, the fuck? Right. This nigga crying and shit. His girl just broke up with him. Your bitch ass. Like, I mean, we used we, to that. We like, throw yeah. some new pussy on you. You'll get over it. Like, yeah, get your money, bro. Like, <laughs> we going to AC. We about to get some holes. You like. Pop this bottom, my nigga. Here, here's his butt. Like, take this L. You'll sip this tea, nigga. You'll be all right. Women have that. Maybe not sip this tea, but. I don't know what I'm saying. I mean, the tea I'm talking about is. I'm guy friend off me tea. I'm punching the shit. But why can't they offer you tea? Calm your ass down. Drink this candle, nigga. We need that. I'm just imagining I'm only just you. <laughs> Look, Lisa ain't gonna be out of somebody else's cognac glass. I'm just saying. Oh, <laughs> oh my god, we gonna be hashing these stories, huh? Ain't we? Nah. Oh wow. When it comes down to this whole thing, um, when I, I saw the whole Aisha Curry, I didn't want to say nothing, but I felt like it just had to come from a dip, come from a place. Like I said. There, people had this thing about not seeing a whole entire viewer's content for them to research the video and see the context of where that shit came from. Like, all it had was that one clip and he spent it to a whole nother fucking level of like, you don't know what, that, what she really meant by that. And just like, you know, everybody has that, that, that thing. Even when Colin Kaepernick first did the thing with the whole, uh, you know, sitting for the flag, they only had the part where he was like talking about just, just the, um, What's it called? Uh, just about. Damn, this my can't follow. <laughs> God damn, not high. Well, um, but he was talking about uh, you know the police injustice and stuff like that, and then more of that interview was coming, like more of that interview was like going on, and they talked about what do you what about you think about the people who think you're disrespecting the uh, the troops and stuff like that, and he said they. You know, I'm you know I'm not trying to disrespect the truth, but I know there are some truths that are, that are being justified by those very same laws that govern us today. So he actually, like I said, no one puts that out. So like I said, 
you know, if Aisha Curry is going through something as a, you know, where she has those feelings, it's a feeling of not just really wanting something, but she wants the feeling of being desired. Right. Or admired. In, or admired. In a, in a grown-up light. But, I'm not gonna say sexual because it's not. She not on no thought shit. She's but, in a respected but, but, what's so, but what's so crazy about it is like we admire her. Aisha. Yeah, we admire Aisha though. It's the thing is that mother. as yeah. a mother, and that's the thing. She's not a sex symbol. I think that's it. Like she's not looking at it like she's like, damn, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm hot. Like what the fuck? You know, you're hot, but you're not our sex symbol. You are our. Yo, I want to be like Aisha Curry when I grow up. Like, I want to be yeah. a mom. I want to be... I want, see, I want Aisha Curry. For real, that's our long-term sex. Right, like, like, that's like what Beyonce said in Run the World. Like, we bed, we roll enough to bed the children and get back to business. Like, that's her. Like, we looking at her like, yo, I want to be like her. I don't want to be like the rest of these Instagram thoughts and everybody else. I want to grow up and be like her. And that, if we're going to talk about people being role models, like, if I had a daughter and she said... Aisha Curry is my role model. I feel like I am doing something at the end of the day. Shit, I'm about to be 30. She my damn role model because I'm still, I got a little work on Monday and I'm like, how the fuck am I doing this? Beyonce is a good example. I'll put her in the box. Honestly. See, but the reason why I can't put her in the box because Beyonce got more money than Aisha Curry. Beyonce, <laughs> she do. Because, okay. and I'm not even trying to throw shade. It's like, look, she got more money than her so she, the shit that she can do Aisha Curry, I can relate to more. Right. I can't relate to Beyonce. All right, for everybody. I put in the box because she's sexy, but we still look at her like, oh, that's that's wifey right there. That's mother mm-hmm. material. Niggas and beat their dicks to Beyonce in high school. Like Beyonce is still a that's sex true. symbol to that extent. Aisha Curry. I ain't gonna lie, I ain't thinking about that. But Beyonce then she didn't have kids. She was, I mean, we could view her in, in a different line. I'm talking about like Beyonce. So you're talking today. about today. Okay, today then that makes the box. Then that yeah. makes difference. So the box mm-hmm. that we're talking about is Oh, yeah, Who's in a protected box? Yeah. The protected box is who we view as a mom. Like Aisha Curry is in the protected box. Nicole Ari Parker is in the protected box. Um, trying to think who else do we put in the protected box? Megan Good, protected box. She ain't got kids. But she's in a protected box now. We viewing her now. She's in a pro- Sierra protected <laughs> box. Yeah, Sierra's in a protective box. So this is the thing that these are women that we look at and could have been sex symbols and on some niggas' walls. I don't know why. Ever since Sierra did get Russell Wilson, I kind of want to fuck with him more. Right. <laughs> you don't like want to do it. You don't right. want to go. Right. You're like, you know what? That's a wholesome woman. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, in, in my case for men, it's Will Smith. It's Idris Elba. Um... Boris Kojo. I'm trying to think. Who else is in a protective box for me? I mean, minus it, Idris, because... See, and that was my question. He can I still like DJ was... in my room naked and offer <laughs> me tea with his accent, and I'll be just fucking content. I'm okay with that. But he's still in a protective box. He's married, you know, even like that. I mean, Denzel's a little older for me, so, I mean... But that's a good experience. He's in a protective box, too. Um, Samuel Jackson is one. First of all, Samuel Jackson is like a fucking uncle dad, so I don't yeah, even. Who, so I don't even view him in that. I, he just no protected. Will Smith protected. I was like, Will is still hot. That's what we mean when we talk about the box, sexy, but but we know they that's Jada. Oh, and I love Jada Pinkett. Jada Pinkett protected box. I love Jada Pinkett. I think Jada Pinkett is one, if not my favorite, beautiful, most beautiful woman in the world. I love the fuck out of Jada Pinkett Smith. So at the end of the day. Two people, they're together, 
protected box. To people that I just don't feel like is like we we look at Jada from different world. Like yo, Jada bad set it off. Jada Pinkett now is more or less. I love Jada, but she's in this box. Mm-hmm. So still sexy. Still she, sexy. You know she's, still bad. Her mother. Good lord. Her mother Angela Bassett. God damn, I want to grow. I got to get my life together because I got to look like that. I got to look like my my son's going to have to learn how to box because I'm going to be that mother. They going to be like, I'll fuck your mother. They going to have to box some little niggas out. I'm trying to be that mother when I grow up. Shit. I might have to buy the body to do it, but oh well. Oh, shit. But yeah, like that's, that's more what I'm looking at it as. It's like, that is, even Serena, no, see Serena, I want to put Serena in the box. I would. But I, I want to put her in a box because she That's is. a baby now. She had, who is my birthday twin. <laughs> and so fucking cute. Her daughter is so, so cute. But well, That's also another person who's going through these issues with childbirth as well. And, you know, one of the issues that I had, well, these gripes that I was having when you was having a kid. Cause I remember when you talked about the first childbirth and how it really didn't go well for you and your insides and shit like that. So I was like seeing like what was going on with you with this pregnancy and I then what didn't really help was the videos about black women in hospitals and how yeah, that shit it was didn't not help. helping me. It at didn't all. help. I had that kind There of was a um, um there is a and don't quote me, I'm gonna go off of when I watch it. I can't really watch it now because it bothers me. So there was a black cu- young black couple. Okay. Imagine they had an eighteen month old at home. They were having another baby. Um, they went to Mount Sinai. She had the baby. Everything was fine. She started bleeding, and she started saying, "You know, I don't feel good. I'm cold." And her husband was like, "Look, y'all gotta do something. She don't feel well." They waited eight hours to give her a fucking MRI or CAT scan. By the time they had cut her open. She had basically bled to death internally. And he's like, now I have to go home and tell... I have a newborn. And now I have to go home and tell my 18-month-old that her mother's not coming back. And they was like, oh, she'll be fine. She'll be fine. Like, we... Is there's a 243% that we won't make it after childbirth. Childbirth is already hard. And you're telling me that I could have this kid and then just wither away? Like, that was one of the scariest things. Trey, when I had Trey, it wasn't as bad. It was more of, I gave birth, I had, Trey bust me open. I had to get 57 stitches that That's right. So, it was more or less that. But that wasn't, no. This shit was totally different. I was at the hematologist every fucking day for three weeks, getting fucking steroids to make my platelets go up. I had platelets, blood plate, like actual platelets in a bag going through intravenous. As I'm in labor, as fast as them shits was going in, my spleen was eating them shits up like Pac-Man. Like, my platelets were not increasing. I gave birth to my son with my platelets at 47,000. Your platelets are supposed to be over 200,000. I have what's called ITP. Some weird-ass idiopathic something, platelet something. It's weird. Um, And I don't want to mess up the spelling. Um, in the pronunci- in the pronunciation of it, but basically what it is is my platelets don't clot as fast, and that's what stops you from bleeding to death. At eighty 
thousand is and, and maintaining your platelets at eighty thousand is when you can have an epidural. Right. I was arguing with the anesthesiologist. I want an epidural. He was like, no. He said, your platelets are not high enough. I said, well, my platelets was sixty. He said, no, your platelets are forty-seven, and they're staying at forty-seven. They literally manually counted my platelets. He said you can have a hematoma on your spine and die, or you'll be a paraplegic or quadriplegic. He said, either way, I'm not doing it. I said, well, my plate was 55 when I gave birth 10 years ago, and they gave me an epidural. He said, and whoever the fuck did it is not here anymore, and that's why I'm running. He said, you're going to have this boy naturally. I'm like, somebody wants to die. Besides this nurse getting on. It's always a fucking nurse that gets on my nerve. Because the first bitch got on my nerve. But then ship change came in and I had Andrea, who I still remember. She was amazing. But this bitch was like, oh, you didn't have any prenatal care? I said, if y'all don't get her, I'm going to get up. And I'm going to fuck her up. And I'm going to choke her while I'm having the contraction. And I'm going to I'm going to like the fact that I'm choking her. So I stop choking for me. Anyway, I ended up having to have an emergency C-section because Marcus would not come out. Marcus' feet was, like, right under my chest. I'm like, y'all got to get him. Like, I'm holding pocket. I got him in the He's like, please don't bite. But like, I got this nigga in the yoke like this. I'm like, I can't. Like, I'm in pain. Like, I can't do this. He wasn't coming out. And I was telling them, I was like, y'all got to get him out. They're like, well, what's wrong? I'm like, I feel him here. I don't feel him coming out. I was eight centimeters for four hours. They, I wasn't dilating no more because you got you to be at 10 centimeters to push. They trying to get me to dilate. Nothing was happening. They was like, look, we got to... If you don't dilate by 2 o'clock or nothing happens, we're going to take you. I'm like, just take me now. Like, I called the pet my own father because, you know, I'm Episcopalian, so I'm almost Catholic. So I called him up. He prayed over us. My uncle was on the phone. He prayed, like, you know, because my father was like, look. And my father ain't that type of person. Like, he, like he's more of the, he don't show no emotion. My father up there, like, yo, called my uncle, like, you got to pray because they don't know what's going on. Like, I had to go in and put have them put me under. And I'm like, I don't know if I told my son I love you this morning. And I was in labor. Like, I don't know if I told him on his way to school. Like, I was like, I'm about to have your brother. I was sitting there thinking, did I tell my child I loved him before I left? Like, I had all of these things running through my head. I had to calm down. I thought about my grandmother. And the lady that was in there looked like um, the lady from Grey's Anatomy, the scrub nurse who's been there for every fucking season. I can't think of her name right now, and I just watched it. Shit. But she looked like a little Asian lady. I don't know. She looked just, I was like, oh my gosh, like the lady from Grey's Anatomy. And she started laughing. And <laughs> I went to sleep, and I, I was like, Nanny, I need you to be here. Like, I need you to cover everybody in here. I need, because I, I can't, I can't, I gotta, I gotta make it home to my boys. Like, I gotta get this boy here, and I gotta make it home, and I gotta be okay. After going through all of that, they want you back at work in 12 weeks? Six. Six. Well, eight with a C-section, but That's I got six additional. Like I got well, they have bonds in time, but people, you get sixty-six and a third of your income. It don't matter, and it's a cap. I actually make more than the money, the money that they give me. Like if you really calculate my sixty-six and a third, I make more than what I'm getting. But who the fuck is about to sit there and go through that? Everybody can afford that. You know how much New Jersey costs. Very expensive. Very expensive. So everybody was like, I can't afford this. I gotta go back to work. I'm not ready. I I wasn't I wasn't ready. And I I said it. I'm like, look, I'm not going. Everybody looking at me like you're not going. You're not going. I'm like, I ain't clear to go back to where I did my everything, my bond this time and everything. My doctor was like, look, we had to do something because you're not going back yet. We have to get you on a certain medication for your seizures in order for us to take back. 
I haven't had a seizure since fucking high school. I go to a seizure specialist. I go to get my discharge papers. These motherfuckers are telling me you gotta go down the street to the hospital. We're admitting you. I was in the hospital looking like a fucking kumquat. Okay? For four days with cameras on me looking to make sure I don't have a I had an MRI seven months pregnant. They slid me into a fucking machine. Like, I went through so much. Oh, I forgot. Gestational diabetes on top of that. So I'm pricking my finger three times a day. Can't eat nothing. I went through all of this stuff. All of this. And then you telling me I got to get cut the fuck open? Are you fucking kidding me? That's why I said it's PTSD with all that shit, too. Like, I went through like, not, so not, much. not everyone's pregnancy is the same as yours. It's but, not. But it's but a there, lot of... But there are people who are going through... And they're going through worse. It is worse. Because I'm in a mom's group on Facebook, and I see the shit that people post, and I'm like, yo, I thought I had it fucked up. Somebody just posted something yesterday saying they fucking flatlined on the fucking table. I am scared to have another kid because of this. I don't know what's going to happen. And it's like, me and him had a conversation about it. Because, you know, we go with you. like, oh, I want another kid in 22 months. And we joked about it. But it's like, do I really want to go through all of this again? No. Do no, I really no. want to go through all of this? And then it's like, you playing Russian roulette. I might not go through all of this. I wanted a second kid so bad. It probably, God probably was like, I'm going to put you through some shit. You want this kid this bad? Here you go. Now see what you're going to do with it. I mean, today sitting here. I'm okay, but I think if we would have did this episode, because of course the 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 last one episode I wasn't on, which I'm so fucking mad at, fucking universe and mother nature that I couldn't fucking talk because I was so pissed with Nipsey passing and everything that I didn't get to talk about it as much as I wanted to. That was the episode that we were supposed to talk about this. I probably would have been in here crying. So moving forward to now and giving it some time. I feel a whole lot better talking about everything. Yeah. But black women go through too much and the disrespect and the stain that we get, it's not warranted for the shit that we do. It, it, we, we deserve so much fucking more. Uh, yeah. And I, I've always felt that way too. Every time like when these like um, these Black Lives Matter things, um, protests were always happening, there's always black women in the front. We always, 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 always on the front line, always, but it is always no black barely men. anybody behind us. No black men really behind it, to be honest. You're not kind of a black lives matter like that because it's not, it's not genuine. But we're not getting into that. No, we're not. A lack of understanding is just there, and it shows, man. And I, I feel like men need to take more account to, to actually sit down and look at this because we don't have to deal with that. I can honestly say as a man, we don't have to worry about going to the hospital and not dying and shit. Like, that's a part of bearing a child. You feel me? Um, and damn, I'm just sitting here listening. I'm like, fuck, fuck. I could imagine what the hell would have went through my head emotionally. Like, shit, that's and then strength. He couldn't even go to, I had to get put to sleep. To have Marcus, so he couldn't even be in a delivery room with me. So you know how that felt? Like, I don't even know if they're going to come out and tell me that they both okay. They probably only going to tell me one of them is okay or both of them going. Like, could you imagine what was going through his head? And I don't give him as much credit as I should because I was high as shit at 
that I had Marcus. And I don't know what happened, but I didn't have to know what happened because he was right there and I knew my son was going to be good regardless. And I know if they tried some bullshit, he was going to bite their motherfucking heads off. I don't give that man as much credit as I should. And I know this episode he's definitely going to listen to. And I appreciate the fuck out of him for that. Like, I really do. Because at the end of the day, looking back, and I'm not taking nothing away from Trey Valdez, because he was there for me too when I had Trey as well. And he was there every step of the way when it came to Trey, you know, in the hospital and recovering. So, you know, I could say that they were there, but this this one, this, this, this is a whole this is 10 years, 10 years later, 10 years apart. He has really fucking been there. And he's still there. And I really and blessed and I can't take nothing away from him like I, I, I really can't and it, it take a real man to sit there and go through all of that and I really feel like because we did look it up men do go through postpartum too they just go through it silently and I feel like it's a lot to see the person that you having a kid with go through so much and you have to sit there this man was working fucking 10 hour shifts in a fucking warehouse was coming home letting me sleep staying up with a newborn only getting three hours of sleep to go back to fucking work 10 hours. Mind you, he got to drive 40 minutes to work and 40 minutes home on three hours of sleep and working and was doing this for six days fucking straight. I commend the fuck out of him. And people like, oh, that's what he's supposed to do. I don't give a fuck. I'm giving credit where it was due because at the end of the day, he didn't have to do all that. And yes, he probably should have, but he didn't have to. He went above and beyond. It was, I need you to buy me this, this, and this. Like, I'm, I want Cheez-Its in the middle of the night and you stopping that writing and you fucking tired and don't want to drive and you, all of this stuff. And driving, sleep is worse than, or sleep, you know, is worse than driving drunk. You get what I'm saying? I gotta give him credit where he's due. That's why his 12th day is going to be lit. And I'm not saying what he's getting because he's gonna listen to this and (laughs) then it's gonna spoil the surprise. But I appreciate the hell out of him. Like, even with talking to Trey about everything and he has been there. So I can say that I respect and commend the men who stand behind us 110% because it's not an easy job and y'all go through so much slap because it's so many men that don't do shit and the yes. ones who do it's like y'all are rare fucking currents and it's it, we we do have to appreciate y'all for doing what you're supposed to do that's why I hate right. when people say on Mother's Day weekend it's crazy that we're doing this on Mother's Day weekend yeah. Shout so, out to the mother. so many oh it's Mother's Day every day is Mother's Day fuck all that I want my motherfucking steak okay <laughs> I want my motherfucking Tito's and I want to be recognized. I don't care. Yes, Mother's Day is every day and it's a blessing, but I want my recognition too, goddamn it. Even with even breastfeeding, I don't, that's a whole thing I don't understand either. Why is that such an issue? Especially in Western civilization, it's well, such an that's issue. A, it's, that's it's a because, very interesting It's because the fact that the woman's breast is the most overly sexualized part of a woman's body. In Western civilization. In Western civilization. Because everywhere in the world, it's okay to pop your titty out and feed your baby. What I don't agree with is, back in the day, back in slavery time, these black slave mothers was breastfeeding these white babies, but y'all pushing formula on us. Because breast milk is the best milk. And I'm speaking from, uh, let me say this, because... People get a little touchy when you start saying stuff. It's not taken away from people who have kids that are formal effect. Marcus is formal effect because Marcus is allergic to dairy. 
and soy. So he has to be on formula because soy is damn near everything. I don't want to hurt him breastfeeding. And it hurt. I started. I had pictures, but it's something that I wanted to do. But because I was already going through so much mentally, I had to make a mental decision. What's easier on him? That's going to be easier on you. So he is on hypoallergenic formula. But if I could still breastfeed, I would. And I didn't do it with Trey. Because I just was like, mm. I remember I looked at I looked at Trey Father and I was like, should I breastfeed? Like, them your titties. I ain't about to tell you what to do. Them your, that's your decision. What do you want to do? He was like, I'm not about to sit here. And, and I was looking at it more or less like, what do you want for your kid? Like, it was different. This time around, Papa was like, you breastfeeding. And I'm looking at him like, he like, I'm not trying to tell you what to do, but I really want you to breastfeed. I want him to be, and I get it. Yeah. As a first time dad, you like, I want my kid to be, everybody want their kid to be great. So I get it. <laughs> I was like, you want the kid to be great? Hell yeah, everyone want their kid to be great. Breastfeeding is the key to be great. Yeah, because it, it, you're not as sick. Okay. And it's it's natural. Like right. they'll push cow milk. You could they'll push cow milk on you, but you is weird to drink human milk. Like I ain't gonna hold you though. I'm not drinking nobody else's it's breast milk. Right. Yeah, you're not, I'm not. You're not Diddy from Chappelle's show. Like I'm not doing that. So it ended. Like I, that's just me, and I'm not knocking nobody else. Like they have breast milk banks for mothers who want to breastfeed and they can't because like if you have supposedly if you have a C-section, your, it takes your milk a while to, your body to realize, hey, this baby is out. I need milk. Mm-hmm. I didn't have that problem. I was like him before I had him, so he mm-hmm. latched and I was okay. But he had to go on formula because I had a, a um. So you blood telling me there is there a breast milk bank? Yes. So there's a possibility you get Cambodian breast milk. Cambodian. <laughs> 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 I didn't stupid. even know that. Wow. Yeah, that's... there's a there's a because it's certain mothers they donate. They'll ask you, hey. Somebody can have a baby at 23 weeks, or like, which is very rare that the baby makes it, but you want to make sure that your baby gets something, and you going through so much stress and everything, your milk is not producing. You can get go, and they'll ask you, are you comfortable with having somebody else's breast milk for your baby? Because the colostrum is the most important. They like that's it's gold. That's liquid gold. Like that's the the milk that they need the most because. It has all of the nutrients and all of the fat. Mm-hmm. I thank God that my baby was able to get that. Mm-hmm. But, you know, everybody can't do it. Yeah. But I remember we talked about it. I think I wrote that on Facebook. I said, I'm telling you now, if I'm breastfeeding on public and somebody say something to me, I'm going the fuck off. <laughs> like, I wish, because people be like, That's oh, you I'm... can go to the bathroom. No, take your motherfucking plate to, the, to bathroom, the bathroom, bitch. What the fuck is wrong with you? That's so unsanitary. That's so disrespectful. You were created in that way. That's why you have breasts. Like, what the fuck? I gotta... And Trey even said, he said, that's what you're, That's why you have boobs and yes. I don't. Yes. Like, my 10-year-old. My 10-year-old. Ch- yeah. Clicked. Exactly. Got adults that don't get it. And exactly. So that's why I'm saying, how is it okay for other cultures and other ethnicities to do it but black women are only supposed to put their kids on formula no we should at least try some people feel like hey i don't want to try and that's fine that's cool i'm mad i can like i said a part of me is still a little salty you know all the flavors in the world and i do choose to be salty that i can't breastfeed my fucking three month old but it's okay he can't have it and that's fine i try and that's that's the better part of it but it, it shouldn't be this way especially when it's women, 
Because, of course, I'm in a breast milk, a black mom breastfeeding group on Facebook. And some of the things that some of these people say the to, they, to these women and it's family members. You got grandmother saying, oh, your baby going to be a little bitch because you, your son going to be a little bitch because you still got him on the titty. Where the fuck she get that from? What the fuck? Are we serious? So, who made you a fucking doctor? <laughs> you know old people. You can't tell old people. I had a lady at church tell me that I wasn't a good mother. My, oh my god, my mother. I want to tell my mother. Let me tell you why. Because she fed her daughter cereal at five days old. And you know what my she rebuttal? You know what my rebuttal to that was? And that's why she forty five. She big as hell, and she still live with you. People's logic, or something. Yeah. <laughs> it's just like, wow. Wait, wait, wait. What type of cereal was she feeding? Baby five? cereal. But either way, at five days old. Charles, the baby don't even have teeth on it. Like, baby, a baby's stomach is not, not ready for five that. at five days old. Oh, she all she did was cry. So, but you spoon fed a five week day or five five day old. She definitely said five day old. Okay. You spoon fed a five day old cereal. And you're going to tell me that I don't know what I'm doing at my second kid. You should really start telling people to suck your theoretical. I was in church. (laughs) You need to start. I was in church, and my mother looked. My mother was like, "Oh shit, it's about to go down." Like that. You she was saying. My mother, and and you know, it's crazy because she looked at my mother. She was like, "Oh, my mother was like, you should have minded your business." And I said, "You most definitely gonna tell us she has no nipples right now." (laughs) (laughs) He said, "You ain't got no nipples." Like I was like, "Did this bitch just tell me?" And the things that they say, like a lot of people be like, "Oh, you breastfeeding? That's nasty. How you doing that?" And how you doing that? Because well, people are fucking perverted. Like, why yeah. is that your business? And why are you like, what the fuck? Yeah. Like my father was like, I don't care what you do. I just don't want to see your boob. Okay. He's like, I don't want to see your boob. And that's but that's my father. Like in that aspect, he like it's certain parts of your body I don't want to see. I'm okay with you breastfeeding. And I'm my father the type person. Like he gonna mess. With, like he'll say shit and mess with me, not yeah. to that degree. But he's not gonna let you do it. Oh no. He like that ain't gonna happen. Like you're not gonna be like, oh, you really breastfeeding. He gonna be like, hold up, bitch. Like, what you doing? Yeah, like, about like no, and it's it, but it shouldn't be that way. Like that should always be breast is best. Like it should really be all of that. Like what I had an issue with because um, Marcus wasn't in the NICU, they didn't tell me about skin to skin. Like they told me about skin to skin, but it wasn't like promote like Pocket should have been doing skin to skin with. Him. And they don't say that unless see, your baby is in the NICU. See, somebody was talking shit on like when Miz's kid was born and he was doing the skin to skin thing and he was telling me about that whole shit and somebody was like saying some shit that pissed me off. I was like, you don't even have kids. Shut the fuck up. Yeah, like why is your Yo, you you <laughs> have no opinion. Yo, shut your ass up. And skin to skin actually helps. Like well, bond them. Hell, hell yeah. Bond them. It calms, yo, it regulates their body temperature. It helps calm them down. Like if they I remember Marcus was screaming one day, and I closed my door. I cut the lights off. I put on the YouTube has like baby meditation. Yeah, I had yeah. took my clothes off. He had on his diaper. I had on my drawers. Figured out. He calmed down instantly. I put a blanket over him so he would be, you know, warm. Like so, if my rate, my um, body temperature would rate like my heat would radiate so he'd be warm. Mm-hmm. And I still do that. He's three months old. I still do that. 
Because at the end of the day, these kids have been in a, in in women. You're in a uterus. Sign, yes. Well, I'm gonna take you out, and, and I can't. Please don't tell me I spoil my baby. Oh, you spoil him because you hold him all day. Mind your fucking business. If you feel like you spoiled your fucking kids and you don't want to spoil them, that's fine. I'm not gonna let my kid sit there and cry. It's not about them being spoiled. They were taken out of one place and put in another. They they're, they're now gonna automatically transition transition to being. And the majority of the people who are trying to give you this, this type of advice, how old are these people? You'd be surprised. I got old at old. Yeah, 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 as, yeah, and these people who are my age. Yourself. And that's the problem. Understand that we're in a period right now where we have to, like, get rid of certain programming that was great, that was good during a certain time. Mm-hmm. And we got to learn something a lot more better, the better the people that we have that are in front of us now. So it's just like just to just to hear some some of these people, majority of them are being old, they're stuck in their old ways. And they felt that what they did back in the day worked. And to be honest, it does not. It probably did work, but as future research and we realize, hey, that we don't need to do this anymore. Like for instance, you were laying babies on their stomachs when we was kids. We came home, we didn't need car seats. Now these little motherfuckers gotta be in car seats today too. And now they have to be ripped. I'm sorry. They have to be in a, 10 pounds or something like that. They have to be in a a car seat to a booster seat to a certain height and a certain weight. Yeah. Taller, yeah. Mm-hmm. Now they gotta be rear face. Like I I bought the car I have a Kiko fit to car seat. Mm-hmm. So it's oh you seen his that car seat is fucking huge. Yeah. And it's Second heavy. Thing, yeah. But that car seat has a base that has level one and level two. So it adjusts so that he has leg one because they have to be red faced until they're two. Right. Y'all ain't have to bring us home and shit like that. Y'all motherfuckers ain't have to put us in fucking seatbelts. We gotta roll on a fucking back fucking seat. Why you cutting corners like doing donuts and shit? Like it didn't matter. It's different now. So don't sit here and try to tell me nothing when your kids. Are older than me and your breast milk is powdered. I'm on some LeBron James shit with your shit. Don't come at me with your shit. It's like, stay on that side. Don't do that. Don't do that. Like I, I just feel like at the end of the day, breastfeeding is something that's very important. It's something that we do need to look into. It's something that we should definitely research. I feel like even as mothers, even if you're not gonna have your kid natural. I do think we should see a doula. I did go see a doula when I was pregnant with now, Trey. What, now, what's a doula? A doula is a, a natural childbirth. Imp- Erica Badu is a doula. Yeah, I know that. So I she is like um the person you go to like a midwife. And oh, they're going to yeah, take yeah. the natural steps to basically help you give birth. Like if you want to do a water birth or you want to do an at-home birth or you want the doula in a hospital. It's not covered by insurance. No, <laughs> real talk. So they kind of like prepare you. Pretty right, and I went to natural childbirthing okay. class with when I was pregnant with Trey when my grandmother was with me. Mm-hmm. And I learned a lot. My grandmother was a nurse. So, you know, she was like, look, you know, you do this, you do this. You know, she you went with me. It was like, oh, I didn't know that. And, you know, I learned something new and everything. Mm-hmm. All of that stuff. Like, I do think that's something that women should do. So then you have a better understanding of certain things. You're not, especially with your first kid, because I knew going in, I'm like, I know I'm not doing this, 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 this. They want the lady's like, oh, you have to lay back. Bitch, you want me to lay back and have a contraction? I'm not fucking laying back. I'm not, I said Indian style. 
oh, we can't, we can't um detect his heart rate. He ain't dead. Listen, my faith got me. What I have on my arm? He ain't gonna make it here. I said Indian style. I'm not laying back. It's not fucking comfortable. People have given birth squatting. You gonna tell me laying back is the best way for me to have a fucking contraction? It makes sense. You worry about oh, I gotta push that hard. I'm doing, I'm doing this like on my back. That ain't helping. That's not helping me. Gravity, gravity is your best friend when you in labor. Very true. Yeah, and I don't, I don't understand how they have not done nothing to change how they birth children. You know why? Insurance. Of course. Now, if you standing up and your baby hit the fucking floor. Oh, I'm going to get into that in a minute with the man dropping the fucking baby. I'm going to get into that in a minute. Oh. Hold on. Oh, mm-hmm. you ain't know? Yeah. Ahead, yeah. So, that's a that's a lawsuit. That's malpractice. You fell, you hit your, your baby fell on the floor. Yeah. So, and, or you can collapse and hit your fucking head. Given, you know, having a contraction. You you know, you're not as stable. Certain things. You know, what you listen on the birthday boy, you can do all of that stuff. They ain't want me to do it. And I just was like, look, I, I, I need to get up. I was like, I got to get up. They said, oh, no, you can't. I'm like, I got to sit. Either I'm going to sit up or I'm going to get up. So y'all going to take this either way. Don't tell me what I can't do because I know I can do it. I've seen it done. Mm-hmm. She's yeah. like, oh, you know, if you know something happened to the, ain't nothing going to happen. I'm mean, he good. Yeah. Believe me, he good because I'm good. I got to process this pain. You going to shut the fuck up. You going to come here so I can choke you out, pro to say, but not really, and process this contraction and get my shit together. <laughs> Yo, them shits hurt. I know. No, you don't. I don't know. No. No, I definitely don't know. This, 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 this contraction, I think, was worse than trees. And I just was like, yo, what the fuck? Why did I do this? Like, this night, this, a birth, this is birthday present. I got pregnant on your goddamn birthday. Like, this is some bullshit. Now I'm going through the bullshit. But yes, I think that was in Arizona. The lady had uh, premature twins. I think they were three pounds apiece. And the doctor dropped the baby. It's on, like, he, the father was recording it. And he was like, did you just drop my baby? And the doctor looking like. <laughs> Bro, that's fucked up, man. That is I, I really literally, I up. said, ooh, he would be in jail for murder. Because he would have killed Oh, my God. Yeah, killed I would have been asking the doctor. I would have been doing something. Like, that's why. Well, I said, I'm not asking you know, Don't be asking questions that you know the answer to. You saw the nigga just But the fucked the up part Come about on. it. They gave her ultrasound, and she has like I think like a a, a brain hemorrhage, like a, a one a, a level one brain hemorrhage, and they like wow. oh she's a preemie, so that happens. Nah, fuck that. Like they did an ultrasound and didn't want to release the fucking um excuse me the results of the ultrasound for um for until about six weeks. Serious? Six weeks later? And she was requesting it. Y'all trying to cover that shit up? That's what y'all trying? Oh, I would own that fucking hospital. I will own it. Yeah. I will own it. I'm not even gonna kill you. I'm not even gonna hurt you. I'm. You won't be able to work ever again, and I won't give two flying fucks. How do you drop a newborn? How? So I don't you, even want to know how. Like and then like to just be pounds. like, and three pounds. Yeah, exactly. Two, three pounds. And if you to just be like. What? No, Kanye like, shrug? Like, or like, you don't know. You not apologetic. You nothing. Like, you gotta have a, a, a letter sent to me telling me you apologize. Motherfucker, you should have been empathetic right then and there. Exactly. What the fuck is wrong with you? Uh, uh, yeah, 
had Dr. House delivering this baby. Like, what the fuck? Nah, House wouldn't have been that bad. Don't do that. No, Dr. Dr. House is a mean nigga. Dr. Kavuki. He definitely. <laughs> I'm just saying, like, I just look at that and I'm just like, what? And of course, what? Just guess what ethnicity they were. Black. Of course. So, and me having twins and my kids have to be born at three pounds and now you drop my fucking baby? Do you know what the fuck I'm going through? Uh, especially if they had a similar experience to what you was telling me, like all that to happen before. What? And being, you know, you don't know, so in, in that you had these kids early, they preemies, you drop my motherfucking baby, bitch? It's going down. <laughs> Literally. I ain't even talking. I'm like, hey, why don't you put the baby in, the, in that shit? Fucking what? Like, it's nothing, it's nothing to be talked about. And that's I'm exactly not, where they carried the baby at, to that little, the that's little where, bed. That's like, where they dropped the baby at. He dropped the baby. <laughs> what? And I couldn't, and I caught that footage by accident because I didn't click on it. I read the article and I was like, I can't watch this. Somebody posted it and it, you know how when you scroll on Facebook and play? I was like, bruh. Society has a problem. People are desensitized, man. Why the doctor couldn't say something then and there, like you said? That's. And he actually, because the father posted, because he was like, they're not trying to do nothing, and this is what happened. That shit, like, went to so many views in so little time. Like, everybody was like, are you fucking kidding me? They are you tr- fucking kidding me? They're not trying to do nothing, but here, here the video go. What? Slow song singing and flower bringing. <sighs> I, like, I don't even understand. And then I think she might have had a C-section. So can you imagine? Because usually you're up. I don't remember it. Yeah, usually they just, you have an epidural with a C-section. So they have the the oh, the little God. cover there yeah, so you don't yeah. see. So can you imagine? I can see you drop my baby. Ooh. And I can't get the fuck up. Because I can't feel nothing from the waist down. And then you telling me my baby got a brain hem, a level one brain hemorrhage, but y'all don't want to release nothing till six weeks later, but y'all telling me that this is normal because she's a preemie? But I can't I can't figure that out because I don't know if she would have had this if you didn't drop her. This is what I'm saying. We go through so much. On top of your hormones, your hormones is like King the Cop. Your hormones is here and now they here. That is tremendous drop. I cried because fucking Uncle Phil died. I was watching Fresh Prince. And I was watching when he beat the guy in the pool. And then I was watching it and, you know, he was telling Will what happened. He was like, you know, I got hustled too. That's why I tell you not to do stuff. And I'm sitting there about to cry. I'm like, yo, Uncle Phil really fucking died. Now looking back, I'm like, yo, I really was fucked up. In the head. Like, I really was about to cry. Like, like, we laugh at it now, but I was really about to... You know how fucking sensitive... And you know I am not a sensitive... I'm sensitive, but I'm not a sensitive person. Do you know mm-hmm. how sensitive I had to be to want to cry because Uncle Phil is actually dead? Yeah. Okay. Everybody listening that does not know me, know me, knows... They like, oh girl, whatever. Or oh maybe I can relate. But everybody who know me know, yo, you was fucked up. Yeah. This is what I'm saying. 
It's different. I just need people to look at things differently. I need people to understand, like, sometimes you just got to step back and take a look and go, why? The why factor it will, will change, will sway your decisions because the why factor is probably with the most facts on why you go through the shit you go through as a woman and why you feel the way you feel about certain things. It's a lot. It is stuff that we need to be educated on, whether it's the fourth trimester, whether it's breastfeeding, whether it's C-sections, whether it's mortality rates. We have to educate ourselves across the world because they're going to take us the fuck out. We are the most endangered species on the fucking planet. I don't give a fuck about, like, I love giraffes, I love turtles, I love fucking fucking mountain lions. I get it. But we are the most endangered species, the most hunted and endangered species on the fucking planet. We have to educate ourselves and we have to protect ourselves even harder because nobody is for us. They love our culture, they don't love us. Point blank, period. And I didn't want to be that one that they feel like, okay, well, guess what? I don't give a fuck what happens. We gonna fucking kill her today. And yes, people will sit there and say, no, doctors don't feel like that. I don't. Okay. My grandmother died. Oh, and I feel like it was negligence, but I felt like they felt like she was 90. She lived her life and they didn't care. Now, they can, people can sit here and they can tell me otherwise. This is just how the fuck I personally felt about that. So you're not going to sit here and tell me that they don't play Russian roulette with people's fucking lives. That's what it is. Great observation. That's true. I don't... Like, some people Some people just die. Like, I get that. Some people just like, look, we, we fucked up. That's uh-huh. it. But I don't feel like that. I don't... I, like, I feel, I feel like that to a certain extent. And then it's like, but everybody's not that case. Right. Everybody's not that case. Like, I literally said, you know what? Maybe, you know what? My grandmother was tired of fighting. She lived her life. This is what happened. But I feel like a little on the back... In the back of my head, I'm like, y'all could have saved her. So at the, that, that's that's what I mean on that. Like, I'm not gonna go more into that, but it's just like I feel like, don't pick and choose which one of my family members you want to save. You get what I'm saying? Cause that, but that's it. Even on TV shows, like, oh, she's a mom. She has kids at home. We have to save her. So you mean to tell me y'all don't be sitting there like, oh, she, oh, she lived her life. We just gonna, you know, we ain't gonna work that hard. Even with organ donor, I took, like, like, I want my organs. So if you feel like I'm an organ donor, you're not going to work as hard because people need to live. What the fuck? What the fuck? Why I can't have my organs? And you're dealing with people who have their own feelings and their own human, you know Everybody doesn't remove their feelings. From the job. From the job. We can do that from jur- the juries. How many motherfucking people is getting out because they were wrongly accused or wrongly convicted? I'm just saying, like, we got to sit there and think about that. So, yes, I do feel like we have to, we are a disservice to ourselves if we do not sit and look into the things that we should look into to protect ourselves and educate. Listen, we got to do, we got to do better. And I'm like, I got $7,000 worth of fucking bills right now because of all this shit, okay? 7000 American dollars. That unless I start stripping, it ain't gonna happen. So That's the longest payment plan ever. Just seven thousand. Uh, uh, I mean, 70, she said. no, I said seven. No, that seven thousand for what I have to pay my labor and delivery was almost fifty thousand dollars. God damn! Your Charles is not fifty from what I know. Like literally from what I went through. That's including me and Marcus. It's almost fifty thousand dollars. I have to pay seven thousand. At this point, y'all making me feel like 
know what? I got my nieces and nephews on my family I'm side. I'm telling you, bro. I got my nieces and, ne- and my nieces. Charles, and you look at that metal friend side. Metal I can just fuck with Yo, them shit started coming in. I got a bill from Quest. Now they called me like, oh, you got a bill of 65? I was like, huh? Bill? A bit like, Bill. <laughs> <laughs> like I paid that now, and I'm like, all right. And I gotta start paying on all of this stuff for real. Like, who? What was that on Facebook? It was like, I'm about to forge. Uh, who forged death certificates? <laughs> <laughs> so yes, in 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 the conclusion
I understand negligence from doctors is a problem. I think they need, I understand like the the business of how they do certain things, and um, I don't think it's right. I don't think it's humane. And I think that if you're really getting into the field of being in the medical field, you're supposed to treat everyone with the same respect and mm-hmm. the same urgency. And we know it's not, that's not the fact. That's why I hate when I hear these people talk about how certain people don't deserve medical and health insurance and shit like that. Mm-hmm. And in these fucking hospitals and shit like that, they're leaving people to rot. And it's not fair. I think everybody should have should have health insurance. It shouldn't be expensive. It shouldn't be a fucking penalty if you can't afford it. Well, and yeah, that's true. And I had to oh, I had to yell at them about that because they were telling me that my platelets weren't low enough for me to get a steroid. I said, so you want me to die first? Like they denied it. I when I tell you, I curse that night out every fucking day. So I get it. Like mm-hmm. it shouldn't be that. We shouldn't have to fight for things that we need to live. And then there's a bunch of people sitting at a desk saying, you're saying that I don't need something. Fuck, you don't even know me. And a part of me is like, the majority of these people, this is my thing with politics, even though this is not a political episode, I feel like people who are in control in politics are too fucking old and really should not be fucking making up things that should be going to where people are going to be on the earth a lot more longer than they will be in the next couple of years. So I just want people to understand, like, we have people in people or men and old telling people telling how women should treat their bodies, how they can't be abortion, how they can't get certain care for themselves. We have so much fact, so many factors that are fucking up a lot of things for those people for, for us, you know, us as people, and we need to we need to find the root of everything. And like I said before. This episode, I I really wanted to delve more into it because I feel like, one, black people have this thing where they don't want to talk about mental health or they don't think it should exist or they want to keep it closeted. Or that that that's that needs to stop, to be honest, because if you keep something closeted, then we don't want to get to a point where people are like, yo, I didn't know you were really going through that, and the person doesn't get dirt. Mm-hmm. We don't. We don't need. We don't need that. We really don't need that right now. And like I said, when I talk about depression and shit like that, I, like I said, I always openly say I'm depressed. <laughs> I, I, like I said, I tell. I, 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 first of all, knowing is half the motherfucking battle. Hello. The second part That's is true. knowing what the fuck are you depressed about? Mm-hmm. Yeah. The and and, and I, figuring that shit out. And what's so funny is that I know what the reason is. I work, and that's <laughs> all. That's all. I hate the job that I work at, and I'm, you know, and I hate the fact that's the only way at this moment is where I have to make money because, and also, people depress me. People and the way how society is, and how people say things to you, how they do certain things, it's because you really damn this is what shit has came to I gotta accept it it <laughs> like, sucks yeah. and I'm like ah oh, this shit sucks like but all in all I want people who are women who are going through postpartum depression you know know that there are some people that, that will talk to you 
Mm-hmm. It says, now, now, if you don't got a family that will talk to you, there are hotlines that you talk to. I don't know. I don't have one on deck. But I know there's there's ways to talk to people that, like, you have to be able to open up. And you got to be able to tell people how you feel. So, awesome. and, and to those people who haven't understood that and are just coming across this episode and um, and hearing all these things, yeah, look to the people close to you and, and, and ask people these questions. Like you, you got a lot of people around you that are going through things that you may not be aware of. Just a simple, hey, how are you, or a text in the morning, something like that, will be beneficial to not only yourself, but to these people, man. There's people around you going through shit. Stress, uh, You'll be depression. able to see it. You can look into yeah. a person's eyes and see if, they, if they've checked out. Yeah. And you should be able to see it. They say the eyes of the window yeah, to the soul. Yeah, because my, um, the kid's pediatrician was my old pediatrician, so she was like, mm-hmm. how are you? Mm-hmm. And she was talking to me. She was like, you're going to be okay. If it don't get done, it just don't get done. You'll be fine. Mm-hmm. And I needed that. Because that day I was like, okay, I'm here, but I'm not here. Like, I'm here. Yeah. That's understandable. So? So, yeah, this is um, episode three of the Black Lake Podcast. I hope you enjoyed this episode. If you want to talk about it with us, you know, make make sure you comment the episode on SoundCloud. Comment the episode on Apple Podcasts as well. Yeah. Can you comment Apple Podcasts? You could. Or, you know, um, no, we're going to keep that on SoundCloud. SoundCloud, you can comment and we will most definitely, um, Make uh, Ursula a SoundCloud account so she can respond. <laughs> Do I have one? I don't know. Uh, uh, see, we want we want all social media music. hashtag the black the Blackway podcast. Oh yeah, yes, there you go. The conversation. Yeah, most definitely. I'll keep forgetting that I do marketing. <laughs> 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 yeah, I was, That's I, bad. I, I just I just forget I just forget about these things because you know like the way how Instagram is just changing all the time. all types of shit. Now I'm like, I'm at a point where I'm just like you know what man I don't even do anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, but yo, if you want to talk, you want to like extend the conversation a lot more further about um uh, any of the stuff we talked about in this episode. Most definitely, uh, go to. Golden Era Music Group. We're gonna most definitely post the episode, most like the stuff for the episode on on that um Instagram, and you know we will respond to you most definitely. Twitter too. We on Twitter. Yo, if you yo, yeah, Earth be going yo, in no, on Twitter, you, you, man. You know, yo, <laughs> I've been and I've been very interactive on Twitter. I've been watching um. 90 Day Fiance Happily Ever After. And I got, like, mad people following me because I be speaking some shit. Like, I be talking my shit on Twitter because people be pissing me off. For real. So, you know what? Actuality. Follow us on Twitter at GoldenNerdPod. And we will most definitely answer all questions. We will extend this conversation a lot more forever. And y'all end up getting my handles, my social media handles. She's gonna change that shit right no, now. No, I'm not. No, I've had that in name since Ames. I know. So, but my Twitter gonna, is not private. 
my Instagram is. My Instagram is going to stay that way because that is my pers- that's my personal Instagram. And that's what my kids and look, I just told y'all y'all social media motherfuckers are savage, but see I'm the bitch that'll pull up, so like I ain't got time. So right. but my, my Twitter is not private, so it's public, so you can I don't mind that. Because you will sit in the request box if you try to be a creep or you try to be a troll. So, so the link for the for the Twitters will be in the description so you'll be able to talk more about all the subjects that we talked about in this podcast. And to DM. Don't DM. <laughs> don't slide in my DMs. Just add me your ass. Uh, just, just add us. We will put we will post about we'll put make a post saying like what do you think about today's episode? Do you want to extend the conversation? And that's what we're gonna leave it at. We don't want we don't want we don't want you to DM us because Unless, unless you're going to give words of encouragement to our No, I mean, but no, I'm just saying, like, if you feel like DMing, if you feel like you about to get some shit over your chest, that's fine. Yeah. I might not read it all if you trying to come crazy. Because yeah, the next, because the DM that I know is going to come because so you want me to... <laughs> Nobody is DMing me nothing crazy. Like, Nobody's going to DM me anything crazy. <laughs> I, I feel it. Everybody's going to be... Someone's going to say, you know, they want to fuck the post. There's post always stress money. Especially when they're going to say that right? shit. I'm just First of all, it was the first time that happened. I'm going to be like, bro, I can't. And no, I am not. I am not. I don't do those. But nah. definitely, we do want to understand what you, how you guys feel. We do need to get more interactive. So, you know, let us know how you feel. Like, SoundCloud, on Twitter. And, you know, just hit us up. Even if you want to say, hey, I think y'all should talk about such and such. Such and such. A, yeah. B, and C. Let us know. So we know what y'all want us to talk about. So we can give y'all our opinion on whatever you feel like we need to talk about. We need to really get this recorded, video recorded. So we can put this on YouTube. Not right now, because right now I got a scarf on looking like... It's been a rough day. It's been a rough two I do want to end this podcast off with a question. Is uh, Erica Badu um, protected in the box? No. no. Why would no. Erica Badu no. be protecting in the box? That wasn't a good question though, because I. I mean, let me tell you something. Erica Badu, we know we gonna have to talk about her later, because you know I, you know that's mother of the voodoo pockets, and you yeah. know why I say that. So we gonna get into Erica Badu. Y'all wanna know about that? Hit us on Twitter. We, I will explain <laughs> why she is mother of the voodoo pockets, and no, that is not no shade to mother. I have a feeling if, if yo mother is amazing. Can I make a prediction? We have a, a thread on Erica Badu. She's throwing pop up. In if she shit. pops up, I am going, I'm going to I'm gonna live. Cry. I'm gonna cry. Oh my god! Because I'm understand, Erica Badu is a life changer. Because every man that she didn't opened up in the main led to her life. I don't even know. I don't even think her Kendrick Lamar had sex. She just sat down like she said. She listened to him, and that's what I do. I listen, but nah, Kendrick Lamar had sex. But but I hear that, that she would be, that would be cheap. What she, she said was true though. She cha- yeah, she changed his life, and listen, that's some shit. And she changed their lives for the better, not the worse. Ladies, y'all better it's, listen it, to it, these it, men, bro. Except you don't need no help. That man elevated in the way we just don't do. Yeah, he's fucking a Rothschild now. Oh, my God. Yeah, I'm going to end this. We're going to wrap it up then. Wrap it up, then. Guys, for tuning in, we'll see you next time. Just look like I left off bad and bougie. I do look like I was left off bad and bougie today. Today. But we out. Yep.